there, I'm Andrea Koppel, and it's time for Coffee, the podcast where you get to hear firsthand what the jobs and careers that interest you the most are really like. Hey there, Java junkies. Welcome to another K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. By the way, K-Cups come in three sizes, single, double, and triple shots, or roughly one minute, five minutes, or 10 minutes in length. So if you don't have time to throw back an entire caffeinated career conversation, these K-Cup mini episodes of T4C can give you a quick caffeinated fix, whether you're on the go or you only have a few minutes to binge. So grab your mug and take a chug, because it's time for a caffeinated career double shot K-Cup with my guest, Bruno Del Granado. Two final questions for you, Bruno. As you know, one of the questions I try to ask all of my guests is if they could share a time in their professional life when they struggled, maybe even failed. I talk about the fact that I was fired twice in my 40s and how they ended up becoming incredible gifts for me. Very painful at the time, but incredible gifts that I'm so grateful for. But most importantly, Bruno, how you persevered, how you pushed through, and if there was a lesson that you think you learned in the process. Well, Andrea, it's what I said, which was when I decided I wanted to leave MTV, I didn't know what I wanted. I just knew my time was up. And once again, I go back to, I listened to my heart and I thought my time is up. I've done what I could here. Now it's going to get boring and it's going to be tedious to come in. So let me just resign and walk away before I get fired or I do something stupid. But to walk away without going to another job, back again, this was the late 90s. And I thought, you know, I could conquer the world to walk away without anything, no severance, no nothing. And I thought, what the hell did I do? I was on such a roll, not ever having to send resumes. And I was bouncing from company to company, you know, building the resume. I am totally screwed. But deep down inside, this voice said, you have always wanted to produce television on your own. You've always wanted to work in Spain. So I, I put this list together. What do I want to do? So I was like, okay, produce television on your own. I want to try to go back to work in Spain. I never worked in Spain. I came to study and I stayed here and I would go back to Spain for the summers and Christmas and whatever, but I never worked. So I put my little list of bucket list of what to do. And that was what drove me every day. I ended up producing a, a soccer show for the World Cup of France 98. I went to France to shoot the show. I mean, I'm a passionate lover of soccer. It's like a dream come true to be able to shoot in France you know, for the World Cup, a 13-episode series that was sold all over Latin America, to be able to work in Spain and suddenly have all these clients. That was something that needed to happen. But had I listened to other people a month into being away from my job at MTV, I almost called them and said, listen, I changed my mind. Can you take me back? Maybe they would. Maybe they wouldn't have. Probably, I guess they would because I left in good terms, but I would not be where I'm at now. I always compare it to like when the mama bird kicks the little bird off the nest and that little bird better spread his or her wings and fly. If not, they're going to splat down on the ground. It was the same thing. I kind of kicked myself out of that nest. And it was like, oh boy, you better spread your wings and fly right now. If not, you're going to hit the sidewalk and you're going to be roadkill. And that's what happened. But it was listening to, you, to my heart as, as, as cheesy and tacky as, and, and zen as it may sound. It was like, okay, Bruno, you did the right thing. You just follow your dream. You are going to do what you wanted to do and it'll happen for you. And just put your notes in the ground and make it happen. And it did. 
It really did. And like I said, there was a before moment and an after moment in my career. And that was it. 1997 was it. Oh my gosh. What a great story. And I think it's really important to underscore the fact that you were afraid, but that didn't deter you. You did it even though you were afraid. Mm -hmm. I have been afraid and I don't mean like the way I was afraid when I bungee jumped twice where my legs are shaking, but more like that nervous energy, like, whoa, what did I just do? And, yeah, you know, yeah. oh, this is every time I've moved into a different career. And that's how you grow. That is really yeah. one of the only ways you grow. It's like drinking from a fire hose and you are yeah. going to level up your superpowers in a way mm -hmm that rocks your world. And I mean it, yeah. you're going to be afraid and you're going to do it anyway. Yes. Yeah. You know, Ian Bremmer, I'm a huge fan of it. And, and in your podcast, when you interviewed him, basically said the same thing, how he came up with Eurasia. You know, he knew he had to make it happen. There are bigger players out there, but he just had the conviction wherewithal. And God, I love, love what he does with the Eurasia group. And maybe if that would have existed when I was graduating from college, that would have been probably my path. But that's exactly what he did. Yeah. So you better have the conviction and belief in yourself, because if you don't believe in yourself, Andrea, don't expect anybody else to believe in you. A hundred percent. And P.S., as you know, but our listeners may not, Ian Bremmer graduated with a PhD in political science and was trying to sell big Wall Street firms on the mm -hmm. idea of political risk consulting. Mm -hmm. It didn't exist. But Ian saw that. He saw a gap and he saw mm -hmm. value. And these captains of industry were all saying to him, that's really nice, but we don't have that function here in our, mm -hmm. in our company. And he said, well, if it existed. Would you hire me as a consultant? And they're like, mm. yeah, sure. Why not? And so he pioneered political risk consulting. And that yeah. is, I'm so glad you brought that up, Bruno, because that's yeah. yet another example of someone Ian grew up, his father passed away when he was young. His mother raised him and his sister. He didn't come from money. So it's not like he could fall back on his mm -hmm. family to support him. He took a big risk and he called it the Eurasia group, he said, because mm -hmm. calling it the Eurasia guy wouldn't have been like mm -hmm. instilling confidence, right? Yes. In your future yes. clients. Like, oh exactly. man, I guess we're just hiring this one dude to like do all this work. But yeah, anyway, it's like you can make it happen. Believe in mm -hmm. yourselves. Thanks for tuning in to this K-Cup mini episode of Time for Coffee. If you want to listen to our entire caffeinated career conversation, please check out the show notes for this episode. Thanks so much for listening to Time for Coffee, where the professionals in the jobs that most interest you always have time to grab coffee 24-7, no matter where you live. I have one quick favor to ask you. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Time for Coffee. Thanks so much.